Hallelujah. Give the boy a hug. Tell him a hug. It's good seeing in church. I'm so excited that I serve the mighty God. Tell him how the tides have changed to favor me. There's a mighty supply for me. believe that you'll be shouting the tides have changed the there is a mighty supply thank you thank you thank you amen so once in a while i'll allow that anointing of uh what i might come upon me and i'll be a chorister amen Thank you. Even though some of you actually have unbelief in your eyes when I said so, man. Glory to God. And I know time we sing by and by when the morning comes. When they sing some God, God, we shall tell a story how we overcome. We shall understand it better by and by, better by and by. That's my whole part. <laughs> it's a cue to kill you. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at good days. Amen. I say amen. amen. We believe God also has brought us to better days. Amen. I, I will believe the days ahead of us will be best. Amen. Because the fact of the righteous, like a shining light, like a shining world, brighter and brighter, brighter unto a perfect day. So those were good days, and we cannot deny that. But we cannot deny that God has brought us to better days. Amen. And we look with anticipation, expectation of what the best days ahead of us. Glory to God. I see what great days. Amen. I see great days. I see glorious days. I see days of rejoicing. I see beautiful days. I see days of dancing. Days of clapping. Days of celebration. Glory to God. Days of celebration. Glory, glory, glory. Because the days of mourning are over. The days of mourning are over. Amen. I see days of beauty for ashes. I see days of rejoicing for mourning. Glory to God. I see days of abundance for lack. Amen. I see great days. If you believe that, shout it. I say, I see great days. Look beyond. Amen. Look beyond. Look beyond what is happening around about you. Amen. And look into the spirit. I see what great days. There are better days ahead of us. Amen. I didn't hear you. I said, I said, there are better days ahead of us. There are better days ahead of us. Some of you have seen some money, but it's nothing compared to the days ahead of us. I know I have some people of faith, amen. Even if, if I don't have, I'll draw the faith from, from within you, amen. Glory to God. You have seen some money, amen, but there are better days ahead. The money you are going to see is nothing compared to the money you have seen before, amen. In comparison, it's as though you have seen nothing yet, amen. Glory to God. 
you might have whipped amen you might have, you might have cried amen they might have happened and have made you cry mourn i have good news for you amen the days of mourning are what over the days of mourning are over right right days of harvest exponentially glory to god and i've been young like the psalmist said now i'm old i have not seen a righteous man forsaken are you a righteous person i didn't hear i said are you a righteous person i said did not hear you i refuse to hear that shout i say are you a righteous person then you are not forsaken say i've not seen a righteous man forsaken i mean if that scripture is a lie then every scripture is a lie glory to god i've not seen the righteous man forsaken i've not seen you forsaken yes yes sir i've not seen you forsaken and righteousness of god is, i am not seeing you forsaken amen nor his seed begging bread mm. i'm the seed of the righteous amen glory to god and my children are seeds of the righteous they will never beg bread they will never beg bread let me try this. I think I'll get it better. Amen, amen. I said they will never want bad bread. Never. I don't care how price of things go up. Right? Don't care how price of things go up. Amen. We'll never beg bread. Prophesy with me if you want to prophesy me. You want to be looking, be looking at me. I'll never beg bread. My, my, my seed, my children will never beg bread. Thank you, Lord. Those are, I, I, I like those are prophetic words, amen. That have been spoken thousands of years, amen. But they hang over us. They cannot fail. They cannot fall to the end. Empty. Never beg bread. So, Take yourself, delete your name out of beggars. Never beg bread. I'm never forsaken. I boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. I will not fear the economy situation of the country. I will not fear what man does. I will not fear who win election or not. I will not. I will not fear. The Lord is my helper. 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 I will not fear. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Say, the Lord is the light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? We serve a mighty God. We're not, we're not just dancing for nothing. We're dancing in His presence, worshiping Him. We serve a mighty God. He is my light. He is my salvation. He is my prosperity. He is my healing. 
He is my deliverance. He is my protection. The Lord is my light. And my salvation. Whom or what will I be afraid? Amen. No fear here. Glory to God. Tell about four or five. We say no fear here. No fear here. No fear at all. No fear. Some. Some, some, some. No fear here. Glory to God. There's no fear. Hallelujah. Amen. I, can, I, cannot, I cannot shake. Amen. Or quake. Amen. Or fear. Before $10 million. What is it? What is it? Pastor Ben, what is it? The Lord is my prosperity. What is that? Ten million dollars. What is that? <laughs> I'm not saying ten million dollars. I'm saying ten, ten million pounds. Pounds telling them, man. The Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. No, I'll come to my message very soon. No? No, what happened last week will not happen today, man. But I'll come to my message very soon. <laughs> Glory to God. Abraham, Abraham, you see, when, when God is in, in covenant with you, when God is, is partnering with you, even the way you view life change. You see, if it has not changed your perspective, you still need to go and walk up. And renew your mind. That's how it affected Abraham's thinking. To start with, he's the one God said, go out. The prosperous land. His, his brother was, his, wife, his nephew hanging with him, was getting prosperous. They started quarreling among themselves. He said, we don't need to fight ourselves. We'll be brothers. Oh, yeah, look, look. Look for the, look at any part of the land take. Lord, be moved by sight. Right? Look for the, the, the prosperous part of the earth. And took it. He said, yeah, go. Abraham took what seemed not to be the prosperous part of the land. Can I tell you something, amen? Can I prophesy to you? A man of covenant, a man that is blessed, can never be cheated. Please, like Galaman said, write it, on your, write it on your left hand. So you will not use it to eat and forget. That's the Gala adage, amen. You can never be cheated. Never. Because it is a blessing. So he turned and looked at the, the part that seemed not to be the most prosperous land. Lord thought that he has hammered. <laughs> Abraham went there. You see, the moment Abraham separated from Lord, God spoke. You see, when you start walking in love, you start seeing visions. God led us into talking about love during the program. When you start talking about, when you start talking, start walking in love, you start seeing visions. God said, "Open your eyes and see as far as you can see." Look at it there. God said, "Northwards, southwards, eastward, westward." Lord was in one of them. 
Lot was in one of them. <laughs> God said, open your eyes. So even that prosperous thing that Lot has taken, God said, look, if as far as you can see, I have given you. You see, Abraham held onto, right, the spiritual endowment. But Lot was running after physical things. Don't your neighbor say, I see great days. So, in the process of time, kings came and outran where Lot was prosperously taken and took him. With everything he had, they took him as slaves. Oh, they sent, you see, I said, I said, they anointed being protection. You see, the king, they, those kings did not dare go to attack where Abraham was. Abraham, what did you see? Perspective have changed. He wasn't looking at them as, oh, five trained army of different kings. You are looking at people who are outside covenant. Messing with my nephew. What did he do? He took trained men. 300 or what? 15, 15 or 14. One of his trained men from his backyard. You know, sometimes when we want to keep ourselves, we want to keep ourselves in the natural, right? We start looking for natural reasons. You know, people are looking, why were those people able to? They say, no, Abraham must be training them. They were well trained. Forget about trained mercenaries. Five kings. With special forces. Okay. You know, one time they sent a battalion or one of those people to take something. There were a thousand of them. So, five, you'll you, be amazed the number of people. Don't tell me 315 people because they were trained. No, no, no. It's not because they were trained, it's the anointing upon them. I don't know why we always want to turn around and look at the physical. It's a blessing of God upon them. Again, I could just say, God bless you for yesterday, man. Bless me out of my shoe, man. It's a blessing. Blessing that eh, even your mistake will become again. Perspectives have changed. It has changed. Abraham was no longer looking at the same as an ordinary person. He was looking at himself as a man in covenant with the man of war. Jehovah, the man of war. David also had that revelation of God. And he went. You know, they actually outran this army of five kings. Do you know that they did not lost a soldier? Or a mercenary, anything you want to call them. Guess what? What God said to Abraham came to pass literally. Now, those days, survival of the fittest. So every, all the king that Abraham have conquered, all the, the king and the kingdoms, all of them now belong to him. The same lot now belong to him. One move. 
There was a hill. It turned everything back. You don't understand what was going on. You see, um, the king of who now? There was a king. That was a sixth, a sixth king. He was the one that the five king of Atran is. Uh, thank you, Sodom. He was the one that came and met Abraham. It's not the five kings that he overthrew. Read that place carefully. The king of Sodom came and met Abraham. I said, thank you for helping us. Right? Uh, you have recovered my soldiers and their things. Please, just give me back my soldiers. You know, uh, without these soldiers again, and that kingdom can take them and take over us. It was him that Abraham told. No, you can take your soldiers. And also, your, your possession. I will not touch any of it. It's not the other five kings. So. You need to get that. The other five kings were already his slaves. Maybe they were even killed. Their property belonged to him. Their slave is not his slave. Their land is not his land. The blessing. And when you, when you, when you walk in love, that is how the power of love will lead you. Imagine if he was fighting Lot. That would have never happened. We'll be brothers. No need to fight. Take what you want. Then he told the king of Solomon, I say, because I have lifted my hand, I am in covenant with El- Elayon, the elevated one, possessor of the heavens and earth, that no man, nor any, any um, system of man will take the credit for my wealth. I know somebody is hearing you. Then he gave a tithe of all. And all is what? All. Those five kings that he took them, took them out. All their wealth. He gave a tithe of it to Melchizedek. And he blessed, blessed be Abraham of the Most High God. Covenant name. And now leaking to the most high God. Let me tell you something, right? I've always said that. I'm going to continue to say it. Amen. We did some radio um, television shooting this morning. And Lina said that there's still one he wants to do with me. Right? I get it too. So I added one more. Amen. So there's still three. That he wants to, want to do the one of tithes with me. Even the people that came to say, yes, I really want to hear you talk about tithes. There are so many talk about tithes nowadays. I say, I'll be so glad that they get ready. I will talk like a machine gun. Amen. You see, he, he called Abraham and licked Abraham with the most high God. Abraham of the most high God. I didn't just say Abraham, say blessed. Is Abraham of the most high God? You see, tithe is a covenant practice. It's not a matter of whether it is old covenant or new covenant or intermediate covenant. If you are a covenant, right, a tenth of everything that comes to your hand belongs to your covenant partner. 
There is no argument about it. We'll talk about that again one of these days very soon. This year. We'll dig into it. It's not, there's nothing that is it's a covenant. It's not old or new. In the Old Testament, it came as a law. Because the Old Testament is based, it's a, it's a law covenant. So, they were commanded. Commanded. In the New Testament, it's coming as what? Grace. Because the New Testament is grace. From the grace of God that flows from the inside of you. A tenth of everything God gives you belongs to the Lord. It does not belong to you. If we argue from now to eternity, it will not change anything. It doesn't. Remember that Abraham was not under the law. I always ask this question. Abraham and Moses, who is older? <laughs> it's not a trick question. Who is older? I'm not talking about Abraham in church and Moses in church. <laughs> Where is Abraham? Where is Moses? Who is Logan? No, I'm talking about Amen. Abraham of the Bible are Moses of the Bible. Moses is like the great, 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 great grand descendant of Abraham. And Moses is the bringer of the law. Amen. So if Abraham was tithing, how can you say that tithing is just of the law? How thinkest thou? Amen. But you see, the moment he brought that tithe, right? He linked him. Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God. He called him his covenant partner. Sorry, sorry again. Today, yoke together. Amen. Amen. So I may not be strong, but check the song. Make no mistake about it. All of Jake's strength is now my strength. Because I'm in covenant with him. That's the beauty between husband and a wife. Thank you, sir. It's a covenant thing. It's a baby husband and a wife. The husband may be the general. Eh? The wife may not even know how to speak English. Eh. Eh. Believe me, those ones that don't even know how to speak English, eh? They are, thank you. They are the dangerous one. Now, could you always tell us funny stories? So, tell our stories after now. You know, one of their car had the general name on it, you know, and uh, somebody took it out, and people were harassing him. And he said, that, uh, The guy is, is a guy called Akujo, but you're pretending as though, um, uh, eh? A girl, sorry. He called Akoji. You all pretend as though Akoji is the general because the general name was upon the paper. He all said, honey, these people are troubling me or something like that. Or why, why do you give me a card that people are troubling me? Oh. When the people saw general so-and-so, they said, madam, it's okay. Please just go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> because they know if the other one come there, uh, when God answers, 
they use your head for easier woe. Amen. <laughs> Literally. I've seen such big people. When we're in Zaria, they used to do all this uh, crisis. We'll run to the barracks. When soldier, when soldier beat someone, they are beating you. I'm serious. I'm, I, they, you see, they, they were with charm. It's as though the charm just failed. They, they all remove the charm. They say, we all remove the charm. I just start flogging. You see them crying, shouting. You see them bleeding. One smash, you see blood. 86, when they did that crisis, we ran to the barracks. We slept in the barracks, right? So, some of them were trying to escape, right? And so, just caught them. Smokey and the bandit. I don't understand how they do it. One slap, you see blood coming. I say, wait, wait, that train to. Just one slap, you see blood popping. I say, where did that come from? I, entered, I must tell the story, man. God help me. It will not be like last Tuesday. It will not be. I entered a commercial bank in, in, my, in a Kaduna when my uncle was uh, in Central Bank in Kaduna. So there were these two, there are three of them soldiers. But I'm sure other ranks, I, I, I figure, other ranks. Maybe one of them is sergeant, but the other boys, and they were holding something. It's, I feel like money. Maybe somebody sent them. I don't know. So they entered. And the conductor was, I don't understand. I didn't understand how, sir. I still don't understand how, sir. The house was just flowing between them. And uh, the conductor just make a mistake. And took the one with the bag. That is all. Right? This one slapped him. Then this one, another one came out. That's when we know there are three of them. Another one came out. As he slapped him, he was trying to close the door. Thinking that they, they can go, he pulled him through the window. By the time the door opened, me I stepped out. <laughs> I don't want to be in this car. I don't understand how he did it. He was on his head with his his his, his uh, knee pinning his hand down. Right, the guy was still struggling. He held him by the ears, on the right on the tire there. He hit me by the ear. Guys, he just used his head, hit on the ground, one, bam! The guy was still trying to make noise. He did a second time, bam! His sound just fell down. <laughs> he didn't move again. You see blood coming out. Huh? He just stood up. Right? He just stood under. And that boss just entered. It's such a bit you are beating. It's all the moral of the story, nothing else. <laughs> So if you are in the covenant with don't you look at Unen now. <laughs> look at the strength of the bear first before you talk. I'm in covenant with God. That's what I'm telling you. That's what Abraham discovered. The next verse, this is where I'm coming to. The next verse. When I say after this thing, next okay, different chapter, my next chapter, next verse. Say, after this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham saying. Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy quickly increasing money supply. Now God announced himself to Abraham and said that I am your money supply. King Jesus, the word great reward. That word reward there is the word salary. I got the word pay. I am your money. I am your money. Covenant. 
I have your money. Look, it was that it was the mentality Abraham walked in. The, the money, literally, amen, were rolling into Abraham's hand. Literally. He will make a mistake. He will lie. More money will come. Literally, the blessing. What is your mentality? They say he married, he married the wrong wife. You see, listen to me. When you are blessed, there's nothing like marrying the wrong girl. Let me try this. Maybe I'll get a better amen. I said, amen now. Is it the heat or what? I say, when you are blessed, it's not a matter of marrying the wrong girl. Or the wrong bank. They marry a wrong girl. They marry a say, God say, bow what? Bow what? My seed is coming to her. And God always take the glory in it. He waited for Sarah physically to pass the age. 90 years old. Abraham had to pass the age. The deadness of Sarah's or the deadness of Abraham's but no, no, no. God now saying, hey, it's time to perform now. It's short time. You put Sarah's uh, body in reverse. And put Abraham's body in reverse. Bible talk about Abraham being old. But guess what? After Sarah died, right? Abraham still had enough strength to marry another wife and give birth to children. A young one, give birth to children. Someone asked me to do that. I said, I don't know. Go and ask God. Because I was telling you how my uncle, my, my, sorry, my grandfather, in his 70, was still giving birth to children. He said, but why? But why? How can men still be able to give birth in the 70s? And ladies have many of us. I said, don't ask me. Go and ask God. What's the truth? Everybody is now quiet. And please don't ask me or ask God. I'm sure he speaks to you also, amen. But something happened to Abraham. And God took the glory for it. Till today. Who have heard of a, a hundred old man with a 90-year-old woman. Amen. Giving birth. But I keep saying, I tell you, it's not that womb. The womb that Isaac grew up in was not a womb of a 90-year-old woman. It was a womb of a woman in her prime. And all she did was to judge God faithful. Are you blessed this evening? Yes, sir. Come on, give a Lord a shout. Glory! I say great days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, that is on the wings of the prophetic anointing. Amen? But also I'm a pastor. Amen. And I teach. Preset upon preset. Line upon line. Here a little. Here a little. But then, you want to enjoy it? Come on Sunday. Because I'm going to close a bit more. Amen. But today we are talking about gift and calling. Say amen. amen. And we are continuing on gift and calling. And I know where I am at least. Right. I'm moving. I'm taking a giant step today, and we're taking that giant step. Then open our Bible, the book of First Corinthians, twelve, verse one. 
Now that's a very poor one, and I'm not taking that one. Amen. Let's open our Bible to First Corinthians 12, verse 1. Glory. I am not here, sister, so only I think only 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 uh Auntie Renee I had or you 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 know so let me see sisters first Corinthians twelve verse one I'm not Joe, I'm not any of this pastor. Me, I demand my own. If you don't give me our pause, I'll ask you for it. If, it, if, it, if I sit, I'm not satisfied, I'll say pause, I'll ask you for it. Until I am satisfied, then we'll move on. You know, we are, we are a little bit strange. The medal is give me a big amen. Thank you. You know, it's a, it's a very strange church. We are, we are a kind of church like that. We don't say that you can take a horse to a stream. But you cannot force a horse to drink water. In our way, yeah, we'll bring you to the stream. You will drink the water. I will spit it out. You will still drink it. After you throw up, you have to, have you throw, have you up, come back here, drink. We hold your nose, we hold your eyes, hold everything. You open your mouth, you you may cry, you may insulting us, you drink. You may even be overfed at the end of the day. You just say, no problem. It's all for your good, amen. I say amen. amen. We will not, we will not ignore, we will not, we will not allow, amen, the, the, what is happening in the world to get into us? No. Let me talk like, let me say the way can I say, we don't allow the demons in the world to enter the church. Yeah. We don't allow people to come to a place that is only what they want to hear, they will hear. Amen. Matter how you love your kids, amen. And they always say, I the only candy they want to eat. But you will not just give them only candy. You have been a wicked parent. Is that the only thing you are doing? You force them to, to, to eat the oje. You force them to eat the, 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 eggwa, the beans, the greens. <laughs> it's a, I don't like my greens. I, I, you must be joking. Eat that green, amen. And finish it. Amen. amen. It's not just bread and tea. No, it's not just bread and tea. Amen. You must eat ojabasha. Some of those food in Nigerian food are very healthy for the man. It was it has some of those uh, um, um, you can you know the name, man. Some of those here wood that you see a lot of leaves and a lot of meat. Uh-huh, you must eat it. The daddy only want to eat the meat. It's a lie. Eat the grasses inside. <laughs> eat the grasses first, then you can eat. <laughs> are you still okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. And. Uh, I, you will not be happy with us a little bit. Just like sometimes, sometimes I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy with my parents when they forced me to eat some of the food. But I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. At least I'm healthy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming around looking at that in my old age. They ask me why. I say, I didn't eat well when I was young. Say, what was the parents doing? Amen. But then I did. I, I, I mean, I, I, are, you, are you sure I didn't my mother? All those nonsense people say. It's a lie. You can be saying it. Whether you are sure I'm your mother or not, it doesn't bother me. Then one time, April was about two. My mother was saying, Mommy, I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend anymore. My mother, the mother said, You don't have to be my friend. I'm not even here to be your friend. I'm here to be your mother. Take where you square, tell your friend, I'm not your friend anymore. I say, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You don't use that as a weapon. 
Never work with no one. Amen. Now I say, say you're not supposed to be like, I'm supposed to be your mother. Oh yeah. And it, when they go up, they will reverence us for it. They will say thank you for doing this for us. So the same thing spiritually. Amen. And they just say, oh, thank you for doing us that thing. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for locking us in the room. Amen. Adoku, Otopol, Solo, Joe. I lock them in the room. I say, we are studying Bible. They say, it's time to play. I say, play what? I don't even know why God gave that kind of authority over them. Because I'm just, just about two years older than Adoku. But they will stay there. So then they will pretend, you will pretend or not. You must do it. So I will, okay, we we'll lock ourselves up. We are praying, the, we are praying in tongues for so and so hours. We are praying. No. We we'll say no shimmy shimmy tongues. <laughs> so no, no shimmy shimmy. Speak out. Ask them. What I, I say, it's time to meditate. I learned that I say. I give the scriptures. I close the door. I say, next 15 minutes, you are meditating. <laughs> they didn't sleep. Oh. Ah, ah. I know I took away their playtime. Right? Maybe I shouldn't. Right? right? Today, they reverence me for it. Yeah. The way, the way they take my words today, I, even me, I say, wow, God bless me. Oh, for your immediate junior brother to take your words that seriously. Because you have seen us do all the obituary. I don't have seen me do all the obituary you can think of. What is obituary? Stubbornness, foolishness, call it. Nothingness. You have seen me do it. Amen. So, concerning spiritual brethren, I will not have you what? Ignorant. Go ahead. You know you were Gentiles carried away onto these dumb idols even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, called Jesus accursed, and no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts by the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations by the same Lord. And there are Different diversities actually of operation by the same God that worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. For to one it is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing. He just say healing, but literally it's gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles, the displaying of power. To another, prophecy. To another, designing uh, of spirit, follow me. To another, diverse kind of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these, work at that one and self-same spirit. They value to everyone severally as he will. We pause there. We'll go up and study. We'll continue. Now, this gift I, we just read, if you look at it carefully, there are nine of them. Right? Uh, word of wisdom, 
word of knowledge, the sign of spirit, revelative gift, gift of faith, right? The, the workings of miracles and gift of healings, power gift, uh, prophecy, diverse kind of tongues, interpretation of tongues, or trans gift. Now, listen carefully, right? This gift are spiritual equipment that God used to equip the ministerial gift. You see, no matter what God has called you to do, right, he uses one or several of these gifts to equip you so that you can function effectively. We have said this time and again here, right? Where we, we, we call out the Bobby or the Moyo, you know, and all the military personnel in our midst. And we say, okay, like, like, I, I, like that, I like using the Air Force one a lot, you know, because some of those equipment in the Air Force are very, very expensive. Some of those planes are very, very expensive, right? Maybe billions of naira, millions of dollars, I don't know, right? But then, if I am trained as a a fighter, a pilot, right, in the Nigerian Air Force, right? And I, I can't be this old, I mean, it's the younger ones, I mean, between 20s, amen, right, they train. Now, if we have a problem with any country that we're going to fight, they will not say, yeah, uh, go and get your own plane now, go and buy your own plane. I, I, can you see your laughing? No, Nigerian government or Nigerian Air Force actually will equip me with the weapons I need that I have been trained with. Now, the, the fighter, a, a, a pilot fighter is different from a ground soldier. Right? And it's different from the one that you know how to use the armor tank. We are all trained with different weapons. And we are equipped with what we are trained with. So I will use. You will not say any soldier going to buy his own armor tank. And we use in warfare. And you don't keep training us in it. Train us in it. Anytime there's time to go and use it. Sometimes you don't even know the bomb you are even carrying. You know, I, 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 I read again, in what recent, about... The, drop, the dropping of the atomic bomb in Hiroshima, right? And Nagasaki, anything they call it, right? And you see, the idea was that the Japanese did not want the Second World War to stop. Americans were tired, they wanted to stop. Right? So they dropped the first bomb. I think it was called Little Boy or something like that. I think that one, when it landed, the first impact took 80,000 people out. And of course, the effect. Today, see, affected them. The Japs, the Japanese, pardon me, refused to stop the war. So, three days, four days later, they dropped the second one, which was bigger. Right? Even after the second one, they dropped the second one. They didn't want to stop the war. President Truman, he was not planning to drop the third one. The Japanese said, Oh man, these guys are serious. And they called off the war. Then I, I, I saw, uh, was it early 90s or late 90s, right? I saw an interview that the, the part of the pilot, he was still alive then. I was very, very old. And they say it's still affected because he never knew the bomb he was carrying. 
They just load the bomb. The people that load it is different. I just say, oh yeah, go to this place and drop it. He never knew he was carrying an atomic bomb, a nuclear weapon. Or he dropped the bomb and he saw the mushroom cloud. Whoa. And it still affects him. He was in his 20s, the early 20s. You see, those bombs are millions. I don't know how much they are. Glory to God. He can't, he can't pay for it. But you know what? They equipped him with it. The United States government, the United Air Force equipped him with it. And the president, the commander-in-chief, have given an executive order. Drop it. Say amen. amen. We have a commander-in-chief. Amen. Glory to God. The Godhead, amen. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Right? And they have equipped us. Depending on our training, our giftings. We are not all carrying the same weapon. No, we are not. Some are flying. Some are ground troops. Some are in the armor tank. Some are differently. Some are using submarine. And I'm not in a tally. That one thing I've not entered yet. I want to enter and just go down. <laughs> enter all the ways we can travel, amen. Enter, just go down. Are we inside? Are we inside? Are you okay? Yes, okay. Is there any way I can see that we're inside? <laughs> I'd love to do that. Well, I pray it to happen one day, amen. See, the amen did not go. Many people don't say amen. It's my own desire. It's my own desire. Say amen. Don't worry. You see, me, I don't have a desire to go and do parachute jumping. Like Moses did. That is his own desire. But listen, I don't enter plane. <laughs> but I want to go. I want to go under. This gift as spiritual equipment. I want you to really get that. And if you are a ministerial gift, if you are a ministerial gift, this gift, right, depending on your your giftings right these gifts will operate in you regularly regularly listen to me let me use a prophet for an example a little bit you see everyone can prophesy give me one corinthians 14 right verse 1 Because I'm looking for time. I'm not going to follow you to say glory again. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. Quickly, please. Quickly, quickly. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gift, but rather that ye may prophesy. You know, Paul is in the here that everyone can prophesy. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Paul is in the here by the Holy Ghost that everyone can prophesy. Now, let's read again. Let's carefully let's see. But rather give the prophesy. The next verse, verse 2. For he that speaketh in our unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth it. How be it in the spirit he speaketh what? Mysteries. The next verse. The next verse. But he that prophesied, speaketh unto men to edification, to exhortation, and to comfort. The next verse. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. Now look at this one. Very important place. Very important place. I would that you all speak in tongues. 
but rather that he did what prophesy. It's my desire that you all speak in tongues, but rather I do what prophesy. So Paul was designed that everyone do what prophesy. Now, don't your neighbor say neighbor? Do you speak in tongues? What is the answer? In the same way you can prophesy. Amen. Oh, well, well, if that is so, how come we don't really do it much? It's because we have not taught it the way we've taught speaking in tongues. Right? People have taught speaking in tongues, and we know that the scripture, if you, if you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, you speak in tongues. And we've taught it, and we've encouraged people to speak in tongues. You know? And people start speaking in tongues sometimes. They start speaking in tongues sometimes. They'll be dragging. You'll say, no, make a practice of it. At least pray in tongues. Be increasing it. Maybe, okay. Maybe I'm young. Start with 10 minutes. Okay. After one, we go 15 minutes. Then go 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Then I hit one hour. One hour is actually the minimum in a day. Then from there, be increasing it. I know people will be doing it sometimes. They'll be tired. You don't know what they're saying. Like I was saying that day. Some people can be snoring. And you, you could take it for speaking in tongues. I said, yeah, speaking in tongues. Who knows? Who is that? It may be the ultra as God is giving them. Don't no, shout me down. I'm preaching well. Amen. I know. I already heard your language. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. That's what I just said. Are they spitting or what? But it's a language. So you can't, you can't be, I can't be certain. I'm saying that person is sleeping. It's not this. They just believe all things. <laughs> Speaking in tongues. <laughs> it's a special tongue that you speak when you are sleeping. <laughs> in the trance. Glory to God. So if the Spirit of God give me that trance, okay, no problem. But if it's not giving out that speaking tongues, articulate. Now, but you see, if you speak in tongues, Paul said, I desire more that you do what prophesy. So, you see, we can all prophesy. Listen, I can always say, I say, look, this all trans gift, right, they are first, what, a private gift. They are first a private gift. They are first a private gift. Before they are a public gift. But a lot of time, we just want to see them in public display. Glory to God. I say glory to God. So while, we're, while we're in prayers today, right, a word came to me in tongue, right? So, and we're praying. And I know it was, I know, I just know this word was to me. And I was the one leading prayers, right? So, and I said, Lord, help me. And immediately, I was still praying, right? I had the interpretation in my heart. I just took my phone, I barely wrote it down. You see, okay, that, that was even because I was even praying with people. If I'm alone, you know, I will actually say it out in English. Then I'll write it out. It happened a lot when I'm praying. 
Amen. There's something called praying by prophesying. Let me ask you a question. You see Jesus Christ going to pray for hours. Right? And this old, old the day saints were doing it. How do you think they were doing it? You think they are doing repetition? That's why people think that, okay, just say our father. Say it 50 times. God will answer you. Our father, sometimes you are saying it, you don't, you don't even know what your mind is saying again. Give us this, this, our deliberate, and forgive our trespasses, and forgive us as well. Forgive those who trespass against us, and live on temptation, and deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom. No, okay, that's right. You guys, that one end there, and live on evil. Amen. Our father, which I have, then you now do Hamer, Hamer, full of grace, the Lord with me. I did that thing before very well. I was in Legion of Mary. I know why I liked it, amen. I felt that my prayer time was getting longer. I think, hey. So in some places when I was supposed to do one hour further, I can even do three. So I can be long. Then I'll, I'll pray, I'll look at the time, i say, okay, yeah, 15 minutes. Yes, I've stayed long 15 minutes. I want to feel the Holy Ghost then. But I wanted to stay in God's place. I, I, I could not understand how Jesus Christ did it. That he would go and pray. and be there all through the night. One after he finished, after he fed the people, right? Bible guy said that uh, it was 6 p.m. He drove people away and went to pray. Bible day was there till 3 a.m. That is nine hours. And I'm wondering, how did he stay there nine hours praying? I didn't know anything about the gift of the spirit. I didn't know anything about speaking in tongues. How just one in my own small head, small boy. How did Jesus Christ stay there nine hours? God, he must be repeating this thing though. And when they asked him to teach us to pray, he gave it our father. So Smokey had about it. I was willing to sit down in one place and do our father for three hours. But you see, as a young Christian, right, I know little or nothing. God could, and he will, honor me and bless me. He will. But you see, as I'm growing, expect maturity. Going back to my question, how did Jesus Christ spend those long hours? And don't tell me that Jesus Christ spoke in tongues because he didn't. Speaking in tongues is for the New Testament saint. Right? And though he was the first begotten of the, of the dead, amen, he did experience that. There are no scripture I can show. Jesus never spoke in tongues. In the Old Testament, it was one, you, you see this seven gift in operation, the eighth and the ninth one. Tongues and interpretation were not there. They were not there. Elijah never spoke in tongues. Elisha never spoke in tongues. Hello. Moses never spoke in tongues. David never spoke in tongues. Solomon did not. But David can say seven days fasting and praying. How was he praying? They were praying by prophesying. Most of David's uh, prayers are what you read as what? Psalms. The Spirit of God will come upon them. I see, you see, that what you realize. You see, you, 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 all trust in our unknown tongue, probably because you don't know it, right? It's easier for you to exercise faith. But upon your tongue came But then there's all trust in, sorry, unknown tongue. But there's all trust in a known tongue. 
And the same, that, that, that's how we prophesy. But prophecy is not premeditated uh, words that you have crammed. Say amen. amen. Like I go to, uh, to Facebook and, and, and download uh, Clement King's uh, prophecy. Amen. And memorize it. And come and say, no, you are not prophesying. You are speaking by what? By knowledge. It's God speaking by knowledge. You learn them. But if something is revealed to me, right? And I say, I can see this is what they revealed to me. I say, I am not prophesying. I am speaking by what? Revelation. And if it is a teaching, I am speaking by what? Doctrine. Then I speak by what? Prophesying. Why can't that's what they say? That is four ways we, we reach out to people under the anointing. Are you still with me? So, the power of God will come upon Jesus Christ and he will start, he will start praying. And he can be saying that. It has happened to me the first time it happened to me. I went to somebody's house early in the morning to see the parents. You know, and um, that time most parents in Ampa wanted to see me because most of their kids were coming to Savannah. Right? So, I showed up and they were doing morning prayers. So, I sat down, you know, the father read the Bible. I said, oh, uh, Pastor Arome is in our midst, amen. So we we'll just ask him to just pray for us. I mean, he was actually finished the reading of the scripture when I came. They didn't give any prayer point, nothing. So I said, okay. And when I said, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost came upon me. And to me, to me, I was prophesying. Right? But you see, it was in English. It was in English. And I was, some scripture I could not even remember the last time I read them. They were coming to my spirit. And I was addressing things happening in the home that they never told me. Do you know, I prayed like that for about 30 minutes. Even me, I was surprised. But I don't pray in English that long. <laughs> and I was in the office. Uh, not the judge's house. And they said, let's pray. There's someone there to play with, it, with it, this thing. I said, don't worry, I won't pray long. <laughs> and I'm happy. I said, did I pray long? He said, no. I said, relax. But oh, if that would have happened, the boy would have been confused. <laughs> but I would have prayed long. But you see, this was the striking thing. After I finished praying, and I needless to say, the man did not even bother to question me because I was supposed to come to be questioned. Whether they will approve their children coming to Savannah or not. But the man never questioned me anymore. You always say, Wow, how do you know? How? This is this, this world troubling us. This, and you know, I just kept saying it, and scripture was just coming to me. To me, it was a revelation. I wish I could have recorded it. Amen. That is. It was something similar that happened to Jesus in the greater measure. That can be there for six hours, for nine hours. Amen. Another person you can ask is Jide. Pastor Jide in Port Harcourt. You know, Tokubo's, Tokubo, Tokubo, was it Tokubo's wedding? Yes. So we're in Lagos. And we were in Tokubo's house. And they, they say we should come for morning prayers. And that Tokubo's dad was still with us. You know. And they say, I should pray. 
Oh, the power of God came upon me the same way as I prophesying. You know, after I've been praying, to was uh, Jesus at the rev, my sister's wedding is coming. You must come and pray. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Well, if they are not to come upon me, or else the prayer is very short. <laughs> because what happened here is that I was praying by what? Prophesying. Now I'm going somewhere. I'll end it for that. Place something for me, please. Right. Now, we all Christian can prophesy. This is where I'm going to. Say amen. amen. Again, I ask you. Do you speak in tongues? Yes, you can prophesy. Amen. Desire to prophesy. I say amen. amen. Desire to prophesy. Amen. Thank you, sir. Let me say it again. Desire to prophesy. Amen. Press in the anointing. Beyond tongues onto what prophesying. So I said, okay, let me add on Sunday. I'm coming out. I will not allow you to speak. Yes, because I am not saying that it's a I say first it's a private gift. Prophesy, prophesy in your prayer closet. It's not a show. It will enrich your prayer life. It will enrich your prayer life. Prophesy in your prayer closet. Next week, I'll start from there and I'll talk about tongues and interpreting, interpreting your prayers. You will see how your prayer life will take on a new shape. You will see how you will love to pray. It's no longer evolving. You will wake up, you just sit on your bed and you'll be speaking in Psalms. Your psalm, your own Psalms. That is the spirit of prophecy. Spiritual ode, O-D-E-E. Right, it may, it may not rhyme, it will be coming out. You can be still speaking in Sam to yourself hours before you do it. Ah, there are. I'll be here for two or two hours. So, you see, you are praying for two hours, it's no longer a duty. When you stand up from there, you see that you see the strength, you are enriched. You want to say, Let me continue this thing. Are you with me? Press in the anointing in your prayer closet to prophesy beyond your tongues. As God, well, Lord, I want to prophesy. It's scriptural to pray for the gift of the Spirit. Say, Lord, I want to prophesy in prayers today. Believe me for it. Now, you see, now this is where I'm going to. Just because you prophesy does not make you a prophet. Are you hearing me? Just because you prophesy doesn't make you a prophet. Because that gift of prophecy that is available to every Christian, which you can see here, is one of the gifts that God used to equip a prophet. So when the prophet is prophesying, it's on a, a higher anointing on a higher anointing because he's, he's, he is prophesying from a ministerial gift or anointing level. Amen. So is there higher? Yes, they are higher. They are higher anointing. Listen to me. In, in the Bible, the Bible says that and the Spirit of God came upon Samson. 
you see things like that and the spirit of god came upon samson or and the hand of the lord came upon samson the, uh, other places in that day and the hand of the lord came mightily upon samson there are levels here the hand of the lord is upon him it doesn't mean that not you not do something to do something but here it was for him it's a greater intensity and usually when you hear and the hand of the lord came mightily it's now it have it have shifted right from just a ministerial I mean, spiritual manifestation to what a ministerial gift in operation at that time that would be the office of a prophet in operation but then under this one you know, the came upon him is the gift of the spirit in operation Bible said uh, uh, what's the Philip the evangelist have even four daughters the actual apostles and all of them prophesy all of them were not prophets but they were flowing the gift of the spirit they were prophesying but then Bible said there and Paul was there and Bible said there Agabus came to that same place a prophet these girls prophesy Agabus came as a prophet and Agabus stood in the office of a prophet and took Paul's belt and tied his hand and said thus say the Holy Ghost prophesying so the owner of this belt will be bound by the Jew and delivered to the Gentiles next week by God's word I will talk more about this prophecy because most people even the church then right and most of the church world today never understood that prophecy and they all started begging Paul Paul please don't go don't go don't go what are you guys talking about you're breaking my heart <laughs> I am not just willing to be chained for the gospel but I'm willing to die for the gospel they say okay let your will be done the girls were already prophesying even people already knew that there was Paul is that even himself in his heart he knew that look bound and waiting chains are waiting in Jerusalem they were already encouraging him and saying maybe you should not go to the Jerusalem is it a must then prophet Agabus came with a higher anointing but I say using the Old Testament terminology like I said the spirit of God came upon him mightily but now he was now operating from the um, prophetic anointing because it is spiritual equipment glory to God so as a ministerial gift or with any gift you have either of these right nine manifestations Right, will be released to you to equip you. Right, as God allows next week, we'll try and break it down and see. You'll see, um, you get more clarity, right? You find them and everything. Right now, you must desire them. We're saying this on Sunday, right? You must desire them if you want to function well in your gift because your gift is a spiritual thing, it's a spiritual anointing, it's a spiritual endowment. Then you must re- re- uh, receive 
the spiritual equipment that God has given you and work it there. Or else, you not, you not, you not make profit things. You not profit in the gift. If a, if a, a pilot fighter dropped his plane and is 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 jumping from tree to tree like a Tarzan, amen, and throwing hand grenade, he's not gonna be that successful. He may be able to take one or two enemy out, but he ain't gonna be that successful. He said, no, 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 I don't want to fly that thing. I'll just do Tarzan style from one rope to go then you'll be throwing the bombs. He's, he's still in the air. He's dropping some uh, hand grenades. But that is not it because one, one plane can just go up. Amen. Eh? And all, the whole of that place will be history. But then he dropped his equipment. And that's what we are dropping our spiritual equipment. Amen. And we are doing a uh, thousand around. And jumping and making noises with little or no effect. But God is helping us. Are you blessed this evening? Come on, give a lot of shout. Yeah.